All right, guys, thank you for that. It's time to check in with our community segments for this Wednesday morning, which means we've got Alan Adler here to talk truck tech and today specifically Packard tech. So, Alan, thank you for joining us. You've got a pretty good episode coming out this afternoon, sitting down with the head of Packard technology, talking all about what the OEM is doing. What is it? It feels like it's pretty impressive coming out of them. Well, I think what's really impressive, uh, Kaylee, is the presence that PACCAR had last week at CES. They were the only one of the major uh, auto truck makers, I should say, that did the full display treatment. Uh, others, you know, uh, some of the startups, you know, were out in the, literally out in the parking lot. But PACCAR had a, a very impressive booth. First thing you saw when you went into the West Hall of the, of the convention center and uh, really laid out pretty much everything they're working on from uh, battery electric trucks, including the new version of their, I guess you'd call it second generation uh, electric truck, which will double the range uh, to about 310 miles uh, that it can go on a single charge. That's going to be a DAF truck product first in Europe, and then we'll, we'll come here probably in 2025. Um, also, fuel cells and, uh, you know, what they're working on with Toyota. Uh, this is a truck we saw, you know, last year at uh, at the Advanced Clean Transportation Expo. But it's a it's an important product because it's actually going into production. Uh, PACCAR has, you know, 150 or so uh, paid orders, uh, you know, deposited orders for these trucks. I know that doesn't sound like much, but when you think about hydrogen and fuel cell trucks, that's a pretty big number. Um, and then, you know, other things, with really wide-ranging discussion, uh, philosophical in terms of how PACCAR approaches these things uh, with John Rich. So that'll be this afternoon's uh, Truck Tech Show. So you mentioned CES that was last week, and you put up last week's Truck Tech newsletter as well, which had a bunch of content from that show in there. And staying on that same theme, Powercar talking about its plans with hydrogen. Can you explain a little bit about that and kind of how that fits into its overall cleaner energy strategy? Well, I think what they're what they're doing is they're again they're working with Toyota. They've been they they were the first to do a full scale uh, demonstration in the ports, uh, you know, and out to drayage with fuel cell trucks. They had ten of them in a project they called the Oceans Project a couple of years ago. Retired those. Uh, Toyota actually put into production in Kentucky at, at Georgetown uh, the full production of fuel cells for trucks, for heavy-duty trucks. Um, and those uh, really are being done simply because PACCAR, first it was Kenworth and now it's Kenworth and Peterbilt, uh, decided they're going to offer uh, you know hydrogen fuel cell trucks for those customers that want them. So they'll get their fuel cell system from uh you know, from Toyota, and they will install it in their trucks, and they'll make those trucks available, as I said, beginning in 2025. Um, there's some interest in it. Uh, we saw a lot of interest, as I mentioned in the newsletter last week, in hydrogen at CES, which is a follow-on again to the ACT Expo, uh, where hydrogen really had sort of a coming out party. Um, you know, there have been a lot of, you know, uh, folks that are haters of hydrogen and, you know, believe that battery electric is the only way to go. We also have, you know, some manufacturers like, you know, Volkswagen that really believes that's the only answer is, is battery electric. But we're not there yet. And so there's going to be some use cases for hydrogen. And that's what, uh, you know, PACCAR through its uh, really uh, two brands now, maybe three brands eventually, you know, wants to approach. And I and I think that's, uh, you know, very uh, methodical approach that they take to these things. Uh, they're not investing in electrolyzers. They're not making hydrogen or any of that. They're making trucks and they're buying fuel cells for those trucks. 
So speaking on that CES conference a little bit more, this is kind of our first big like physical show of the year that we get into, right? That second week of January. A lot of these makers, as you mentioned, have a big presence and they debut some of that hot tech. And 2024 is going to be a big year as far as regulations go, specifically in California with some of their advanced clean fleets and trucks rules starting to go into effect those first stages of those rules. Is this kind of a really kind of fortuitous circumstance that CES happens at the start of the year? So we see the technology roll out as the regulation rolls out. It's kind of simultaneous? You know, it's really hard to say because, you know, four years ago, Daimler made a really big splash at CES. Um, but generally, and, you know, Packard, interestingly enough, used to be outside on the porch in one of the, I think the Central Plaza, I can't remember exactly the name of it, this place is so massive. But, uh, you know, they used to appear outside, they didn't really do the full booth treatment. Um, so it was interesting to see them, you know, with a full display and the whole thing, You'll see the backdrop, you know, uh, on the show today, uh, you know, and we have some B-roll of a couple of the products that are talked about. But I, I feel like that, you know, there's probably with CES, there's so much going on. I mean, really, the focus of the show overall was AI and things like that. So, you know, trucking and transportation did take over the West Hall, and it was a, a really, you know, impressive area. But a lot of it was car technology. There wasn't much, you know, given over to trucks. As I said, Packer was the only one with a significant presence in terms of display this year. Um, I think the real one to watch for, uh, for for this industry, of course, is the ACT Expo in May, also this year in Las Vegas for one year anyway, until it goes back to Anaheim, California next year. But, uh, you know, they're already looking at 350 exhibitors at the ACT Expo. So that's really where you're going to see the truck makers, um, you know, bring their A game, if you will. And then, of course, sandwich in between that is Matt's theme in America Truck Show that's up in Louisville, Kentucky. Any thoughts about you headed there? I know Grace likes to go to Matt's every single year to cover some of the latest in tech in space. But what about you? Are you going to be there as well? No, Matt's is not on my on my list. I am going to attend the uh, the work truck show in Indianapolis in March. Uh, this again it gives over again heavily towards electrification, but mostly in the medium duty and vocational space. Um, so we'll be paying special attention to that one, and then uh, you know hopefully in in May we'll we'll have a a big presence out of uh, out of Act Expo. I will tell you, we have many more uh, podcasts coming from CES, uh, other interviews we were able to do last week. So the next few weeks, uh, we'll roll out some more of that. And if you missed the bonus content with Steve Gursky from Nikola in last week's Truck Tech newsletter, spoiler, it's all the way at the bottom. This week from Truck Tech in the newsletter, what can the folks expect, Alan? Well, I'm, I'm going to talk with a company we really haven't spent much time on. We've mentioned them in passing, and I don't think they were very happy with us, uh, and that's Zeem. Uh, Zeem is a company that was probably first to install significant electrical infrastructure at the uh, LA airport at LAX. Um, they were, uh, you know, working with cargo vans and things like that. And, and this is a, important in that, you know, a lot of the early electrification adoption is coming in these smaller vehicles that can, you know, go back at night and be charged over overnight at a, at a depot or wherever, you know, they're, they're operating from. And uh, Zeem also, though, does, uh, you know, do charging of, of Class 8 and, you know, uh, heavier uh, medium-duty trucks. Um, we're going to talk with Paul Grupus, uh, you know, later today for uh, the newsletter on Friday. We also have a, kind of a sad story uh, to relate, and that is the end of Lightning E-Motors. They, uh, uh, they went into receivership in December. We didn't catch that at the time. I found it yesterday, but it's really 
a sad end to, um, you know, a, a company that tried to make it. It's another SPAC that, you know, fell away. And then just this morning, we learned that Too Simple is voluntarily delisting itself from the NASDAQ and going private. So, you know, the fallout continues. Uh, you know, you're going to find companies rising now, but you also have some that are, you know, taking that, that final nap. And we will think about Lightning E-Motors for sure. Alan, thank you for joining us this morning. And of course, we can catch Truck Tech the show this afternoon. Truck Tech the newsletter on Friday mornings. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. You can find all of those episodes of Truck Tech up on our YouTube channel as well. YouTube.com slash FreightWaves. Drop down the Truck Tech playlist wherever you get your podcasts. Go and subscribe on FreightWaves.com as well. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a few minutes. <laughs> 